Hello there, and welcome to another Irrational Passions review discussion here on the Irrational Passions Presents feed. Today, I'm going to be discussing the game Liberated with one Chris Compendio of Uppercut. Hello, Chris. Hi, Quinn. How are you today? Uh, you know, I'm all right. <laughs> like, considering. Um, I was way too chipper, I think. Yeah, it was. I was like, you know what? Sa- downtown San Diego's on fire. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to talk about this video game and just, like, not worry about those issues until later in this conversation. Yeah. Um, no, we're going to get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> we, we will. Um, so, Chris, you wrote a piece on Uppercut. Uh, uppercut, uppercutcrit.com. Go check it out. Support those folks. Um, about this game. And we're going to ha- have a tie into the your piece and, like, the thoughts at large about this game. Um, so... Let's just jump into Liberated, shall we? Absolutely. So Liberated is a game which is made by a Polish dev, um, Atomic Wolf, and Walkabout Games. And it's all about this, like, futuristic 1984 Orwellian, like, state. Um, they don't really explicitly say where this takes place, but I think it's there's an inkling that it's in the United States because they say Florida at one point. Um, and it's an interesting game, to say the least. One could say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it takes place in, what, 2024? 24, yeah, so like four years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's... The way they approach the game is... Because it's this Orwellian state, the the state needs to introduce, like mandated like social like constructs basically like social political like not social like this this rating system this credit system yes the ccs the citizen credit system uh and themis which is the state secret algorithm behind it and Mm -hmm. i I feel like it's analogous to uh i guess there's sort of a similar social credit system in, in china from all these horror news stories i sometimes see yeah and it's like that that automatically like pings the game in my mind of like okay that's this like kind of fascist government it's kind of like authoritarian and the way they approach the subject matter like this like the core crux of this game is so like i want to say fascinating because it's they try to tell you okay here are the good guys here are the bad guys and we're going to tell you like stories about both sides instead of just like saying okay this is who we like who we clearly ally with it's like it very much feels like the developers intend for the player to make their own decision about the government which is kind of interesting (laughs) again yes interesting the least you can say but um it's yeah and the thing is like i don't even think they would like even like officially on like their press release copy and whatnot like they would they would say something like oh it's it's not about good and good versus evil it's about people you know mm-hmm. it's about perspectives is the word they emphasized um and it's you know i yeah, before you said interesting i thought you were gonna say irresponsible because that's what i felt <laughs> yeah uh, i mean and, yeah and so you recommended this game to me when we were at PAX East 2020. <laughs> throwback, throwback to uh, conventions. Back when people could go outside 
and like people could congregate in a not a like for for recreation we'll say mm-hmm. yeah um and you know i i i went to that booth like not really knowing what to expect you know i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't have an appointment i just waited <laughs> like a normal person um and i had pretty good conversations with the devs there and i i you know was kind of probing on like what their inspirations were and you know the obvious ones were sin city mm-hmm. uh you know frank miller sin city and v for vendetta uh sin city more so on the aesthetic side v for vendetta more on the you know thematic side yeah and I came out of that demo uh, lukewarm, let's say. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's like it had like I love the style, I love the black and white aesthetic, but for me, it was they had this just like the the way they like had the demo set up was like cool. You're gonna play this one segment as like this hacker, like the good quote unquote good guy, and this cop, the quote unquote bad guy, and it's not. A great. It was it was an interesting demo. I'll say that. Yeah, and the dialogue just did not do anything for me. So I I mentioned to you, I think it's like mm. it, it felt very. We live in a society. You know, it felt yeah. like a lot of like soapbox monologuing, and I don't know if you remember, but you kind of like helped me like kind of get like the benefit of the doubt of like, oh, they're they're Polish devs. Maybe there's something a little more extra in there. Yeah, um, because the historical context of Poland. Of Poland, yeah. yeah. Um, I was very much like, you know, Poland's got like this whole a lot of like Eastern influence, like Eastern European influence because of like the Soviet like influence that was held over that country for so long. I was like, you know what? Maybe they're gonna do something interesting here, and it, the final product doesn't really stick the landing. They, the way they try to like meander around the story is. You start off with the good guy, like the quote, the quote yes, unquote, quote good unquote, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you play two two chapters of the quote unquote bad guy, and it's like, okay, I for me, I when I was playing it, I was like, okay, I want to see what's going on more with these like this hacker and see what like what their narrative and all this is. As soon as I jumped to the cop, I was like, why am I jumping to this character that like we have the the player has no real investment in. Because you start off the game and you're playing like someone who's trying to like change the system, so then jumping to a character who's like stuck in the system and not going to change the system, it was kind of weird. Yeah, and partially responsible for the system, right? Like there was like yeah. kind of that that trio that they had. Like the flashbacks were confusing because um, mm-hmm. this is presented like a comic book, like a graphic novel, and you're going from one panel to the to another. The cutscenes and the gameplay are both panels. However. Yeah. They do this weird thing where, like, if you when you say you flash back to the school bombing, which is kind of like the flashpoint of like why they're in a surveillance state, and the question yeah. like who who's responsible for this bombing, um, um, the 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 comic book that they use it flips back pages, yeah. which, which is weird. That's not what a comic book does. Like, you, no, like you no. would have a flashback on the next panel. Um, yeah, it says like in the top right corner or something. Um, like, oh, three months ago or whatever, or like four years ago, then it's like the reader understands, okay, this is in the past, totally, but having that totally. like flip back was just so bizarre. Yeah, and like, I know that is like that could be considered to be a very minor thing and a nitpick, but when you were trying to embody this medium, mm-hmm. um, 
there are you you kind of have to take the limitations that go with it i feel like yeah. you can obviously like you know like obviously there aren't cutscenes happening in a physical paper panel but no um but you know you're <laughs> you're invoking that you know uh it's mm-hmm. it's got a the, the framing has to make sense yeah so you know that's that's the least of my problems with this game but <laughs> yeah um but i do like to that point i do think the style and what they go for is definitely unique and it's not something we see often because i think like the last time i remember seeing a game like this is god it was there was a game on apple arcade i'm not apple card xbox uh, live arcade and I was wow. like, you jump from panel to panel. You know, do you know the game I'm talking about? Um, no, but you just said Xbox Live Arcade, and like my mind's just like transported back. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Ten years. I just outed myself as being young for saying <laughs> Xbox Live Arcade. Um, but no, there's there's so much to do with this kind of like style and the comic book style, and like doing it by this panel to panel. And I think they nail that look. And I like the way it jumps from one panel to the next in the way of, like, telling a story. It feels cohesive in that manner. But when they have you jumping from character to character, it doesn't feel cohesive. Having um, the entire middle of the game being this yeah. cop, like, just interrupting what they draw you in, what they intrigue mm-hmm. you with, uh, with, is was strange. And, like, uh, what's Frank, yeah. I think is his name? Frank yeah, Robbins. Captain. Yeah. He, he's days away from retirement. Yeah. Which is like I'm like, I'm surprised he didn't say I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> like, exa- yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I think there's a lot of like archetypes that they as they pull on, Absolutely. and and they don't do. There's no nuance to them. It's just like cool. We have these characters. They're you know like they're one sided. and They're not gonna have any like interesting facets to them. I think the for me the only interesting character is the character you first start off with. Because he's the son of the guy who's like the the minister of national security, I believe, Duke like Duke, and he's yeah. like he has that yeah. like he has that familial tie to the like the big bad like president, so to speak, like the big bad totally. guy at the top. But then they don't do anything with it, and it's for not me it's like it's you're tugging on something cool here, then you're not gonna do anything with it. Yeah, how um, how did that first you know the issue the chapters are called issues? How did that first one end with you when you like go into the you go into the shop? Oh, the the kid died. Um, yeah, the, I thought the, I did. I thought I failed the QTE or something. No, um, that's also one of my biggest complaints with this game is the QTEs. <laughs> there are so many of them, um, and at times it felt like I was playing a licensed video game because there are just so many QTEs. Um, and also, QTEs are bad for accessibility reasons, but that's not this oh, conversation. Yeah. Um, there's just way too many of them, and that's just my biggest one of my biggest complaints about this game. Um, but no, I had the guy die. That's so um, interesting. Yeah, I could have sworn that um, I just messed something up, and I was like trying to go... Like, here's the thing. Um, again... The medium of comic books, like if you, mm-hmm. I, I'm not. It's too much goes on in my head, so I feel like I have to take a lot of time to kind of digest what is happening on the page and like, yeah, look at the dialogue bubbles and whatnot. And sometimes I have to like, go back a couple pages to like, mm-hmm. to to really take everything in. Uh, you can't do that and liberate it. No, you know? like granted, you can't rewind and forward cutscenes in traditional video games, but. Um, sometimes it's sometimes you're hitting a a lot, 
Yeah, um, and sometimes you fail key to ease because you're hitting A a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so sometimes I am... so Because sometimes the panel has no dialogue, and it's just like yeah. a thing happens, and then like you're not sure if you're waiting on something, but then like mm-hmm. the game very like nudges you to press A. Um, and then so I keep hitting A, yeah. and then I miss a dialogue bubble, so I have no clue what the fuck they just said. Because it disappears, yeah. and I can't go back. Um, and, and I, I think... And I couldn't replay that specific parts no. of the end to, of issue you one. You have to like because... restart from the, the from the beginning. Yes. I actually did a new I started a new playthrough. Uh because mm-hmm. I wanted to do the reader it's player mode and reader mode. Reader mode being See, like, I did hey, reader I mode story. I don't really want to have a hard yeah. time playing the game. Um and I was like, okay, well I'm sure since I completed the game I can just jump through any issues I want. But if I start mm-hmm. a new game in a different difficulty uh setting it will just erase all my progress from the previous session. Yeah. Um, which I think is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, like, I played it on Raider because I got the code after, like, I finished a day of work and I was like, I got the code in my inbox. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to play this when I get home from work. And I saw the option for, a, like, a lower difficulty and I was like, you know what? It's been a long day at work. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to play this game on a low difficulty because that sounds like something nice. And it was like it's it's easier. Like I would suggest just playing it on the lower difficulty, um, if you want to, um, because it just the mecha- like the core combat in this game is like it's not standoutish. It's a, there's no difficult like there's nothing really enticing about it. It's just like playing Counter Spy, the game. Um, <laughs> right. Like that's what the combat is more or less. And I hate like boiling it down, but it's this two two point five D shooter slash like stealthy part, and the stealth's not great. Um, as a stealth like aficionado, um, the shooting's not super like tight or great, but to the point of like being able to read and having to press A all the time. For me, I wish you were able to like when you finish the chapter, if you wanted to go back to a certain panel and like reassess things and see like see if there was any deviation in like where you were if you failed a certain thing or something. Yeah. Um, I think because if you have that kind of transparency and that openness, it would make the game a little bit easier to digest. Because you'd be like, okay, because like in your instance, you're like, you missed something, like you missed some dialogue. It was mm-hmm. like, cool. If you had the ability to like go back and revert and see, okay, and like kind of just reassess the the panels and the the issue as a whole, then it it allow for more digestion. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I want to I want to be able to take it in. You know, mm-hmm. um, that that is how I. That is how I parse things in um, any sort of book medium. Yeah. And, like, for me, I'm kind of the same way with just comic books. Like, I like to, like, look at a page. I see the the panel itself. I assess all the imagery. I look at what they're saying, and I kind of just, like, piece it all together. Versus, like, I'm reading, like, a Dashiell Hammett book novel right now. I'm like, cool, I can just read all (laughs) this because it's just super easy, and I can just (laughs) power right through it. Um, But I think... The story, the I like the framing of how they use the issues a lot. Even though I have some like some problems with it, um, I think the transitions from like panel to panel all feel like organic, um, which is yeah. like, which is which is awesome because you don't see games tackle this kind of space. You don't see them approach a game from like a comic book quote unquote like standpoint. It's all the just, art like, is pretty nice. I like those covers look pretty cool. They do. Um, I would like <laughs> those are like very good arts. Um, but let's kind of just like 
dive into like our feelings about the game and the narrative and the ending. So spoil it. I mean, we kind of like spoil the game. Spoilers will follow. Um, so I think we should just just discuss like parts of chapter two, three, and four because the first is like you get introduced to the world. The, like yeah, chapter here's two. how you stealth and hide and choke out a dude. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much. It's like chapter one is very. It's it's a very long tutorial, more or less. Um, yeah. But chapter two, I didn't like playing the cop and shooting all those like hacker guys. That was I didn't like that because it felt gross to say that. Like to I do guess that. you don't have to announce yourself as police before you fucking shoot someone in the head. In the in head this yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I know I get that it's a video game, but I was just like walking into a room with this guy and just like murking people. <laughs> Who's like who is like in the story a cop and a police captain? Yeah. Like, okay, why aren't we sending like the SWAT team or like the National Guard that's waiting outside this door to enter this facility? Why are we sending this one old man who's like a few days away from retirement? Should we just like <laughs> save him that? It was like it just didn't feel good. I didn't like playing that. It's this one man mm-hmm. army, it's 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 almost comical honestly yeah yeah because they definitely throw enemies at you in like that one in the parts that you have to play as a cop yeah and um, I, I was playing on the normal difficulty um yeah so there were cases where um and i expressed some of this when i played it at pax east so mm-hmm. in the world of the game your character is looking forward Mm-hmm. So theoretically, they should be able to see what is happening in front of them. Um, yeah. So you know, if they're if an enemy is off screen, um, you know, you, the player can't see them. But you walk into a room and then like, oh, reaction time. Um, which like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a very gamey thing, of course. But yeah. Um, but then when you, when you get to the enemy behavior, like they they will spot you. They sometimes they will spot you from a mile away and they'll already be hiding or. Yeah you're shooting gunfire near them and they don't even hear it or react to it. It's, it's Mm -hmm. inconsistent. Yeah. Um, and then at some point, you know, you're talking about how the stealth wasn't that great, but the stealth is totally impractical. There is no reason to use stealth unless like, you know, maybe like the occasional bulletproof vest dude. Yeah. Um, But even then I was like, I'm just going to shoot these guys in the head. Totally. Because there's no point. They're not like, it does the same damage. If I just get a dinger, then it's fine. Most of the time, um, I was just, I just had my gun out and was just. Mm-hmm. I, you move slower, but I was. I, that that allowed me to be more cautious. So as soon as someone came on screen, I just hit the right trigger and it just and then boom the um the, you know I, I do like the kind of the word effects when you hit someone mm-hmm. with a bullet. Um, but, yeah, I I do think that touch is cool. Yeah, but everyone's the same height, so yep. <laughs> just point them down. Yeah. Um, it's only like in situations where say you have to jump down somewhere and then there's mm-hmm. one dude on each side of you um, yeah. that it was just trial and error because yeah, there's, there isn't really a way to um, handle that situation except being very lucky or just, just like um, get, getting that right stick correctly to get two headshots in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just frustrating. It was like, I, I, cause I, 
there were so many times I felt like I was doing nothing new, but I still got through yeah. it. And it's like, why did I even go through that? Like, there was that, do you remember that one part where you have to go up an elevator, and there's, like, dudes on each side, and you have to kind of, yeah. like, all, yeah, I, I, I was That's the part there. where you have the shotgun, and it's like, this is, <laughs> in a, yes. like, this is so annoying. Yeah, and you don't um, even know how many, how many, um, how many shots in the clip you have. Yeah, which um, is a, one of my biggest problems with this it's game. So is like weird. To jump to the one I was going to make a point um, mm-hmm. real quick, I think this game would be way cooler if they were like, cool, you have an, a magazine, and they showed you the inventory and the amount of bullets you had, which, which meant like, cool, you need to play this game in a stealth way because that would entice you to be like, take, take your time through the, these environments instead of just going bang, 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 everyone's dead and you just run right. through the scene it, it, I, if you entice them mechanically with something like that just even a counter of like okay i have so many yeah, shots in this totally. clip it would make the game way different but i and like it just i don't know i, I don't wonder know. if they thought that having those hud elements would break the graphic novel aspect also create just fucking died but whatever whatever um, <laughs> it's fine uh, yeah, I, I just, I wonder if, um, if they thought that having those elements, like, if, you, if they, if they said, like, how many bullets you have in the cliff, if that would just kind of break the immerse the immersive aspect of it, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm not, sh- I, you know, obviously we weren't there, we can't, we don't yeah. know what kind of conversations they had, unless we talked to them, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, and also, when you, um, when you holster your weapon, and then you draw it again, uh, it has max ammo, so basically yeah. that is a way to reload, which makes reloading <laughs> kind of useless, actually. Yeah. Unless you're, like, in the middle of a firefight. Um, but even then, like, most of the time, I was never in the middle of a firefight. Yeah, totally. totally. Um, but, like, the, besides all the combat and the stealth of Advise, you are killing a lot of people in this game. Like, that yes. you, yeah. mur- you, like, genuinely murder, like... Lots of cops, and lots of like, like, not rioters, but like people who are against the state. Um, and it's like, huh? For me, I was like, if I could just play this game where I didn't kill anyone, I just kind of like took in the environment, took in the story. I think I would appreciate it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just, if you do something like that, and there's no, not a lot of violence, it makes makes the violent acts feel like different. That they, they stand out more instead of just blowing through a space and just killing all these people it's like cool it takes away from the space you're creating absolutely and and for me that is one of my that's something i found so frustrating is i didn't get a lot of time to look at the levels because i spent so much time murdering people honestly chapters two three and four like in the Mm -hmm. middle of all of those i forgot what i was doing i forgot why this dude was here i forgot where i am yeah i forgot what the objective is and um, it it was just like a very middling shoot 'em up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was sad because like it, it's it looked like they put in a lot of detail to a, yeah, especially the the lighting and the sound design. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time you choke someone out, and you know like you uh, you know, you hear like their their yelps and like the the sound of them hitting the ground, dropping a flashlight, and, like, also the light just kind of, like, going all over the place because it's on the ground now. Um, that that was cool. Like, I felt immersed. 
Um, granted, mm-hmm. it took me out when, like, you know, both the cops and the liberated dudes had the same voice. Uh, it yeah. took me out whenever I walked past a body and they ragdolled like crazy. Yeah, um, it took me seeing. Out. The, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> seeing like the 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 guard hold the light even though he's like totally dead and he just yeah. ragdolls around was very funny to me. Yeah, um, no, it, it was like yeah, unintentionally, but yeah, and then also sometimes the uh, flashlight light would go through walls. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that, I'm sure that can be fixed, and you know just other weird quirks like yeah, uh, the second chapter when you find these hard drives and you get to read the supplemental material, which. It's cool. It was, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it was a little dense, but um, you hit B to back out, but B is also the jump button, so you jump when you close it, and it's like, that's just a yeah. weird little thing that's like, someone should have caught that. Yeah, um, and it's also, talking about the hard drives real quick, they don't really tell you how to find them. You just pick it up, then, like, <laughs> if you want to, like, read others, you have to, like, kind of just, like fuck around with the controls a little bit, then you, like, find how, it, that's how it happened for me. It was yeah, like, oh, was cool, weird. I picked up I picked up like three, right? And every mm-hmm. time I picked up a new one, it took me to the first menu of like, <laughs> yeah. the, like yeah. the description of the first. And I'm like, okay, cool. How do I read these other sub? How do I read this lore? Yeah. And it's like I had to fumble about with the controls, and I was like, mm-hmm. there should be a more intuitive way to do this. Yeah, and you know, uh, of course, there's no like menu or inventory where you can reference those ever again. No. Um, so I I just screenshotted them on my Switch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just reference, I guess. Yeah. But um, uh, but no. Let's dive into your piece now, shall we? Because we've talked sure. about this game for like absolutely <laughs> almost thirty minutes, and so your piece, which is titled um, "quote liberated," is a quote both sides tale and a pe- period of resistance end quote, and you tie in like current events to your feelings towards this game, and I think that's a very honest way to do it because. When we, in this game where you're a cop shooting so many people, it kind of just, like, it feels tone deaf. It's like, mm-hmm. we kind of had this conversation before. Is like, we don't, I don't think these devs intended that what is currently going down in the United States was going to happen when they dropped this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, 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 it affects both of our feelings towards this game. Because um, when we, like, when we both log on Twitter and we see videos of peaceful protests and then we see people like cops attacking people it's like this feels like i don't know it kind of not hits close to home but it just feels weird that you spend two like two to three hours of this game playing as a cop shooting people yeah so it it feels wrong that's what Mm -hmm. it feels like um and you know like you're right they could not have predicted that there would be like like widespread riots yeah in in the united states you know it's as far as i know it's only in this country right now um in response to the killing of george floyd mm-hmm. but this has always been an issue yeah always um you know like any any uh combination of month and recent year that you can put together like there was probably some instance of police brutality that mm-hmm. was discussed and um you know i i mentioned the piece like i i am not one to say what game that these developers should have made yeah um i you know i could not recite to you polish history and it's not in my place to 
tell yeah. you what that country has gone through. Mm-hmm. I and I'm just gonna go on record. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Eastern European history mm-hmm. via like the Soviet era, so like that's where my knowledge is. I have no knowledge, like no real like knowledge of Poland before this. It's just kind of like right. what happened during that period. Yeah. Um. I I would be surprised if people could um apply the same both sides rhetoric to like those real life events mm-hmm. and um. You know what we're watching right now in the states is you're you're watching what is basically like an uprising against the government against authority yeah. figures. You know, so um, like you know, I would not want to play a game that um, let's say it's like 2040 and someone makes mm-hmm. 2020 the video game. Yeah. Are we gonna make half the game from the perspective of the police shooting people with rubber bullets? Mm-hmm. Or are you gonna make it to take the pandemic route? Are you gonna play a nurse, like trying to save some lives? You know what I mean? Like there are so like uh-huh. just to, and it's there's so many things to unpack with this this game. Like mm-hmm. by doing the both sides kind of point of view, it kind of demeans the message of both. Because if you do, uh, if you do, if you, if they the game was all about playing this cop, right, and like mm-hmm. having his like his work discredited, then that'd be interesting. If you it was all about the hacker and their movement, it would be okay. Let's kind of like see what's going on and unpack it. There's ways to unpack both of these stories, but by doing the both sides thing, it leaves more to be desired. Right, and it 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 um has that problem that a lot of pieces of media mm-hmm. kind of have in that it's you know people are talking about Detroit become human <laughs> right now for very obvious yep. for um you know the uh, various reasons let's say because a certain developer a certain person involved in the production uh invoked their game when talking mm-hmm. about the riots and added their game on Twitter which looked like really gross self-promotion um Mm -hmm. when that when detroit you know that's another discussion but um yeah that's that game is definitely another discussion absolutely yeah it it appropriates so many things from the civil rights movement and Mm -hmm. it's uh it's a bad game uh (laughs) yeah um but but advertising yourself as we talk about these issues you know Mm -hmm. like we have all the hot button topics yeah and you know it's trying to present itself as provocative and finger on the pulse uh, ripped from the headlines what have you and it just doesn't actually do anything with that so i you mm-hmm. know i interviewed people i had interviewed devs um who were involved with the division two yeah and watchdogs legion uh notice a theme here with ubisoft yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> And they've been very like, oh, yeah, we try not to have political statements in our games, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, uh, there's already been much discourse on how that is just total BS. Yeah. Um, because games have politics. Whoa, fun fact. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you if you look at like what the devs of Liberated had said, they're, they're saying that, um, yes, it's very much inspired by the advance of technology by the mm-hmm. growth of social media, big data, invasion of privacy, yada, yada, yada. But uh, we don't actually talk about any specific place or event. And to me, that is kind of like the 
that is the Ubisoft, that is the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019 way of kind of weaseling out of that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like, you know, Modern Warfare, they're like, oh yeah, no, we, we touched upon a lot of topics, but we're not saying anything about a specific event. But it's like, whether you think you are or not, you are. <laughs> yeah, they're they're making some kind of inference towards it. Yes. Um, yes, because like, where else would that that just that does not come from a vacuum. No, it's not how art works. <laughs> no, art comes from like someone saw something. It was like, oh shit, I'm gonna like write about this. I'm gonna draw about this. I'm gonna like you know, I'm gonna ponder about this more or less. And that's like all art comes from somewhere. It just doesn't like. There's no one sitting in a room. And just thinking, and it just like pops in their head. No, it's not how art works. Art is always di- like digested from someone, like thinking about something, witnessing something, and they just want to get mm-hmm. their feelings out. Um, I'm sorry to like take the English like romantic like like opinion on that, but that's how art is. It it comes from someone getting some feelings being evoked. Yeah, I mean you're totally right. Um, so it. I don't know how they would respond. I, I <laughs> as the PR coordinator, I, I, you know, I always send our coverage mm-hmm. to these developers and publishers, and it just so happens that I was the one who wrote this. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure exactly what like a response to this criticism would be. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I always, I always assume good faith out of everyone, so I'm hoping that there could be a good conversation that comes out of this. Yeah, I think. Uh, for me, I'm curious, like, I, this game left me wanting more. Um, I wanted, like, I think if this game was, like, three hours longer and they, like, really got into the nitty-gritty of what they were trying to say instead of just, like, scrape the top of, like, of the barrel and say, hey, this is, like, we're doing this Orwellian thing. If they were actually, like, yo, we're going to dig into this and talk about it, then I think that'd be, like, that would be a much greater conversation instead of just saying like hey you play a cop you play a resistance movement and you get both sides of the story and it's it falls flat by doing so there Mm -hmm. is like more depth here it would be greater understood and greater like greatly more appreciated if you want to know what they were what they were trying to say what do you think they were Mm -hmm. trying to say (laughs) i don't know i think like (laughs) like spoilers for the ending but it like the secret doesn't get out. The secret about this, like, this bombing that led to this catalyst of, like, the the, the credit system being in place. Like, that information dies. It, it like, it stops. It's, it's a very grim ending of, like, these people did all this work to undo this terrible authoritarian fascist state. And then it just ends. Like, and, and like, with literally a snap of a finger, they all die. That information goes away and life just goes on. I think, for me, the ending's like, cool, this was just, like, a contained incident to this government. It's not gonna come out. People aren't gonna, like, start rebelling more. It's it's saying that, like, for me, it was, like, cool. Things are fucked, more or less, and that they are not gonna change unless something completely dramatic takes place. Granted, earlier in the chapter, there's a, a whole ass like police shootout in front of like the thing, and like, hmm, if people saw that in the news, they'd start being curious about what's going on. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't say much. It's just like, cool. This is just gonna get lost to the annals of time, 
and it will history might repeat itself it will yeah, I, itself. I mean but i mean that is saying something that like it's mm-hmm. just because they were telegraphing that um i don't remember the character's name uh, i'm looking at their review guide uh meg i think was her name yeah uh but she was she was kind of saying like oh i i hope people actually like you're probably not going to convince that many people you know but no. if we can get some people to come to the movement like give us some momentum like that would be worth it um so they are already setting that up that like people are just are going to be indifferent over it and yeah um the fact is that there are going to be there are there Mm -hmm. are always going to be people indifferent or um or who believe it but just don't do anything about it yeah i think to that point that's something that we're seeing a lot in the the united states of Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who are behind the movement of the black lives matter black lives matter but they're not putting, they're not putting their their money where their mouth is. They're yeah. not donating. They're not going out to, um, like go protest. They're not going out to help. They just say, "Oh yeah, I understand what's going on." Then just do nothing about it. That's not how things work. If you want to, like, just c- conversation of getting involved in communities at large. Just put your put your money out there. If you can donate, mm-hmm. if you're able to, if you have the time, go get involved. That's the important thing. And I think. That's what Liberated is like, kind of saying with those inklings of, oh yeah, if we can get some people involved, then that's what matters, and that's kind of that's that's true in a sense. If you get, if you start small enough, then you start getting more people involved, and they want to understand, and they want to grow, and they, and then that small bubble becomes a large bubble. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then they totally undercut that, right? By they do b- blowing up the roof. Yeah, a, everyone's dead. All that information's gone. There is a comical number of helicopters around the same building, and it's like I yeah. don't think there. I don't think it's even safe to have that many helicopters there. They're gonna like uh, hit, <laughs> hit, each, hit other, each other for, for sure. Um, and it, it just came across as pure nihilism to me because it's mm-hmm. like, yes, perhaps it is true that there would be people too many indifferent people, but if you're not even going to even give a nudge of like, hey, maybe things will change if people are active. Um, you know, maybe that is what they were saying by saying mm-hmm. that, like, maybe this is a cautionary tale. But it, uh, it yeah, just maybe. didn't register like that to me. It just seemed like, oh, mm-hmm. nothing matters. Um, and, uh, you know, <laughs> so while we were recording this, PlayStation um, postpones their PlayStation 5 events. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tweeted it out. Uh, you know, we um, we not feel like right now it's time for celebration. We want to stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. And people in the replies are like, my week's ruined. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, there's going to, that's that's like such a funny, like, counter, like, thing is because, like, people in the media, like me and you, they're just like, cool, this is the right decision. But then you have all those people just, like, get up uproariously, like, get so angry about it. It's like, cool, like, this like there's something bigger happening here that like this company is acknowledging grand they're not donating any money but they're saying hey we're putting shit on pause because we need to understand what's going on and we need to assess ourselves granted is playstation going to do that i don't know but it's still like for me it's the gesture of what they're doing is important yeah um God damn it! These replies were so idiotic. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I don't even really want to like. Dumb. They're probably real bad. 
Um, <laughs> you want to take back everything I said about liberated? You know, you run now. Um, <laughs> yeah, lock people uh, in jail, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was. It was just. Um, I get what they're trying to do with the ending, but it mm-hmm. just. It just did not work. No. It needed I think... more. It needed. It needed more complexity. It needed a lot more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, like, I I don't know what else you could have done with this premise because why 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 don't we just read V for Vendetta instead? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, sure, there isn't anything on social media or big data, but like, I feel that, um, like, you know, I, it's been a while since I picked that up, but I felt like that had an ending. <laughs> to say the least um and it and and going off the ending it's like it just comes up so suddenly and it's yeah. like if you yeah. allow if there were quote-unquote more issues or more chapters or whatever if you had that depth then the ending would have felt greater the significance mm-hmm. of them all dying in that information would have been like oh shit like that would have been a shocker but since it comes after like four hours and you barely spend any time with these people it's like oh this is the ending you know what i mean so but i don't know this game it's interesting i think the premise itself is interesting i love the style of it i like the audio design the combat Mm -hmm. is give or take i think a lot of the mechanics in this game could like could have been kept in the oven and like refined but for what they are trying to do with like not a narrative but with a style they nail i think that's kind of kind of neat I like the style of this game a lot, but there's so much like, like middle middle ground here. So, yeah, not since um, Angui's Hulk have I seen such a crossover between different mediums. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. Um, I, yeah, it, it's a very nice looking game. I like mm-hmm. the art, um, and. There is room for a game with these themes. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like not only was the timing bad, but the messaging is too vague and wishy washy. Like I think yeah. the dialogue in this game is just terrible. Yeah, um, that you see like a little bits of color of like people using like saying some big words, but like mm-hmm. strip those away. It's just it's very generic monologuing and platitudes and i could not tell you what the personalities of any of these characters are even the big dude who says fuck cops like i yeah i could not tell you i i don't even remember the big guy's name (laughs) it was like i don't even either um like a lot of them were just like not standouts yeah but uh, that's because there's no depth here if they like if you spent more time with these characters i think you would have a greater understanding of who they were and like their their values. And also, um, there's a scene in this game that I was just totally uncomfortable with. Oh yeah. Um, uh, they uh, put a man's ha- they uh, put a man's hand down on a table and they grab a drill and they drill through it. Oh, the police and, torture a man. And yeah. for me, that was like the oh shit, this should have been like said up front. Like yo, there's like some like it's only one scene. But it's like, yo, that's not fucking cool. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. blatantly, drill like, as someone who works with like has worked with power tools, like, yo, what the fuck? Um, and they're like, 
you have those if there was more shocking moments like that and there's more depth i think the narrative and the world could feel so much greater than it is totally but yeah i think uh that should that i think i feel like that's the end of our conversation unless and if you have any closing thoughts here chris not really <laughs> i think i've said i've said it all yeah. here and in in written format um yeah i which will which will yeah. be linked in this uh podcast by the way for oh, people who you. want to read it it's a good piece thank you thank you very much but uh thank you for listening to this review discussion of liberated um if you want to check out more irrational passions presents things on this feed it is the audio version of the of the editorial of the site so there are review discussions there are weird quirky podcasts that alex o'neill does with brian brian artist nabish and jackson and there are article reads by myself george cruz um, there's lots of things in this feed please check it out it's very much my child i love this feed i pay for it <laughs> it's like it's something i love working on so thank you and please if you're on itunes please rate and subscribe and all those fun details and give us five stars thank you but um chris where can people find you on twitter i am at compenderizer on twitter and you can follow me your host uh, quentin hoffman on twitter at quantum underscore arbiter you can find uppercut crit on twitter at uppercut crit i'm pretty sure That's and correct. you can uh, you can find Irrational Passions on Twitter at IrrationalPod. Thank you for joining me, Chris. This has been a fun conversation. Thank you for having me. And everyone, please, please, please stay safe out there. My goodness. Um, check, check in on your friends, please. Especially if they're in a metro area. 